0: Welcome to Chocolate Chat Cafe, Candid Conversations, a podcast designed to give moms and women a place to have real, raw, and authentic dialogue, all while helping build a thriving business and a life of joy and freedom. Hello, I am your host, Tamara C. Gooch, founder and CEO of Pinker LLC, certified master coach, international best-selling author, transformational speaker, and trainer. Now, as moms and business owners, our time is valuable. That's why this show is short on time and big on action. Each episode will dive into candid conversations around various topics. Ultimately, learning what it means to work smarter, grow our influence, never stop learning, and flourish in business, in family, and in life. So grab your drink of choice, sit back, and let's chat. Today I have the pleasure of having with me a young lady and instead of me chopping her name up, I will let her, her say it. I, I'll say her first name. It's Imelda, but I will let her say her name and let her introduce herself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about herself. Welcome, Imelda. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: awesome.
2: Thank now, you. Thank Share with the listeners
0: all... how to pronounce your name.
2: Okay. My name is pronounced as Imelda. Others can call me Imelda, depending on which way you're comfortable with. Okay. So, yeah, my full name is Imelda T. Mufara. Okay. And I'm from Australia, originally from Zimbabwe.
1: Beautiful.
2: and And um, I'm a nurse and a mother and a sister, and um, I currently work in oncology and palliative care, which is very interesting and I love it so much.
0: That's beautiful Um, for, whew, I don't know how many years. I wanna say it was almost twenty years, maybe about sixteen or seventeen years, I worked in healthcare. So um, I I enjoyed the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Healthcare is just a a field that you cannot outsource. Yeah. No matter how 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 you try. That's something you can't outsource. And you're right. Um pay, live, care yeah. is yeah, you have to have a, a heart. For just what you do. Now, how long have you
2: been a nurse? Uh, I've been a nurse for five years now. and okay. I've, been in, I've been in residential aged care and I've been in hospital, but um, I'm currently enjoying the hospital, the department that I'm working in, like at the moment. Okay. And it's unique in its own way and mm-hmm. I can't imagine myself working anywhere else. <laughs>
0: That's beautiful. You don't hear a lot of people say that about where they are. Um, It makes a difference when you're doing something you love in a place that you truly enjoy. Um, So, you're in a field where some women know it's their life's purpose. Yeah. It's their calling. It's what makes their heart smile, because it does. It takes a special kind of person to do what you do. Exactly. Everybody isn't equipped, because that's one of the reasons I didn't go into nursing. And, you know, just the care that I was doing, I, you know, I went so far, you know, I had to do the meds, hand out the meds, and yeah. do um, direct care, but it was just hard. It was hard when I lost patients that I was just so close with and um so what is your or what do you feel is your life's purpose and why are you so passionate about it if it isn't the nursing you know I know there are things that pay the bills yeah. and then there's our life's purpose so what is your life's purpose
2: um I I feel like my life's purpose is to inspire people like to be the best of themselves, to be who they are and uh, to exceed their own expectations at times through sharing my own experiences or experiences of the people around me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I feel like I've got that... Um, uh, actually growing up i didn't know that i had that effect on people like if i took i can talk to someone like i can go deep into a conversation with someone mm-hmm. and to them about something or give them just a piece of advice not knowing that that advice will go a long way in like yes. in their life or, so, or, 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 or something yeah. so i realized like as, like as i grew up there was a time i just forgot about it. And then recently I I realized that you know know what? This is my calling. Even at work where when I'm working with other people other girls will just start talking or if I just go somewhere. Because I do agency as well. So I go go different hospitals I go different places. And when I just get there or I just sit around the table with the girls during break or if I'm just standing in the corridor with someone then we just start talking and before you know it they just start like opening up opening up up, and then I'll just start to talk to them give them a piece of advice and most of the conversations that I've been involved in they've been like related to my own experiences so Mm. I'll you know yeah I've been through the same or I'll just start advising them and then later on I'll be like you know I've been through the same and I know Mm -hmm. exactly how you feel and what you're going through. It's not something that I've read somewhere that I'm just advising you on, but I've been there and I know exactly how it feels. So from there, you realize that you create like friendships or they might not be like like deep friendships or something yeah. like that, but it's a friendship that someone who just check on you along the way or like, Oh, how are you doing? Oh, I took that advice that you told me. And this is where I am right now. Mm -hmm. Be it going back to school or just getting a job or something like that. And it, it actually gives me joy. Of course, I don't show it that much, but deep inside, it just gives me joy. Of course, there are some people that I haven't been able to reach out to, but I just feel like, um, one way or the other, or one day in life, I will reach out to them, either with a spoken word or like, or face to face, or yeah. via like whatever written written piece of paper that I, that that would get to them. So. Yeah, that that's 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 exactly like um my purpose. Like I just feel like reaching out to everyone, sharing my own experiences, yeah. helping where I can, just giving advice. It doesn't yeah. matter who receives it and who doesn't, but yeah, it will help someone one day.
0: That's awesome because it it shows how people are drawn to the energy that you have, you know, people are all about, you know, energy, energy, vibration. Yeah. And I used to wonder the same thing, you know, I could be just at work or sitting someplace and I'm like, why does she feel the need to just open up her whole life? To be. <laughs> but yeah, but then I had to think, okay, that sounds familiar. I have lived through it. I've overcome it. What piece of advice can I share yeah. to help her realize you don't have to look like what you've been through? Exactly. You know, and then I stopped getting upset when I'm like, I'm just trying to have my own piece around here. You just bringing all that. I had <laughs> to stop that. So I love what you said um, because not many people. Not many people care enough to share what they've gone through as advice and guidance and coaching to let others know you're not alone. You're not the only one who is going through it or who has gone through it and come out of it. And now they're wondering, what do I do? So I love what you said with that. Now, when you mentioned that, was there something you experienced personally that helps push you into the direction that you're going into now?
2: Um, yeah, like um, from my ex- my own experience started like um, around 2015, 20, 2013, 20, 20, Huh. um when i got married like I went through some domestic violence issues uh-huh. with my then husband so at first for me it wasn't um it didn't feel like there was something it felt like just any other relationship any other marriage uh-huh. so and that at that time the interesting thing part was that at that time I was doing like a course at at, at, at a college, and mm-hmm. I was doing a course and i I chose to do domestic violence mm. so i was as I was doing my studies my say, my course and relating to my life at that time, I thought maybe you know, oh well, it's nothing you know they're just those tiny little things but if i think of it right now it makes sense like mm-hmm. everything that i was learning at school if i really wanted to if i re- if i had paid attention and took that advice i would have been somewhere now but i don't regret where i am right now and i don't regret like the time that i spent during like going through the domestic violence it took it went on for like 4 years mm-hmm. and um it's something that impacted on on my self esteem. It impacted on my confidence. Everything that, that 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 defined who I who I am.
1: Mm.
2: To the extent that I got to ask myself, like, who exactly am I?
1: Mm. This is what
2: I was brought up to be. My mom didn't br- bring bring me up to be this person that I am right now. And this is not me. This is not who I want to be. So that that was a learning curve for me a very and that was a very um challenging situation but i i had to deal with it my own way without yeah. anyone helping me so domestic violence it, it 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 can it can it can affect anyone it can it, it can happen to anyone yeah, that's one thing that I learned. And you don't choose to be to 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 be violated in any way. You don't choose to be emotionally abused. To, you don't choose to be physically abused. You don't choose to be psychologically abused.
1: Mm. Those
2: are the things that just happen because your perpetrator feels like doing so. And there's no excuse for someone abusing you, but it right. happened to me.
0: That's right. It
2: happened to me and that was something like that whole period for me. It was like um, it 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 reflected on so it reflected to me so many things. And then that's when I realized, like you know what, there's so many people going through the same situations. Like as I was going through that that, that situation, I used to I tried to talk to people, like to open up to people. I'm not a person who is. Of course, people open up to me, but yeah. I'm not very. <laughs> I don't easily just say my problems to people. I yeah. just keep to myself, yeah. and I'll deal with them my own way. Even to my family, sometimes I don't tell them things. Like yeah. when I tell them, they will be like, "Why didn't you tell us all along?" Because I'll be like, you know, I don't, I want to deal with this my own way. Yeah. So I try to open up to to other people, and then you know, some people will be like, you know, that's how it is. You know, that's how marriage is. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to work it out. You have to talk, but then at times you realize like it's one-sided. You are the one who wants to talk, who wants to solve things, but the other part is not willing to do anything.
0: Yeah.
2: So like listening to other ladies saying that's how it is and deep inside, I'm telling myself, and in my head, I know it's wrong. It's not yeah. supposed to be like that. That's right. I don't have to be unhappy. That's right. I don't have to be unhappy. I deserve to be happy. Of course, he, he also deserves to be happy, and he also, he's always saying that he wants to be happy. He wants this. He wants that. What about me? Mm. I went through all those things, and at the end of the day, when I came out of that situation, I realized, like, there, when I went on social, net, social media, on Facebook mainly, I realized that there were lots of women who were writing stories, like asking for advice on platforms, on different platforms. Oh, my husband is doing this. One, two, three. This is what is happening. He's withholding money from me. He's doing this. What should I do? And other people would just say, oh, you need to pray very hard. You need to fast. That person is praying and fasting. I was praying and fasting, but God can help those who want to be helped. I cannot...
1: Oh, sure. if,
2: if coming to you, when someone comes to you and tell them that this is what they are going through, give them something.
0: Yeah.
2: Something that can help them. Of course, they are praying. They came to you not because they are not praying. They are praying. Yeah. If we, we pray.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> helping. If the prayer is doing its own part, but I need something. Tell me something that I can do you know so after reading all those stories I didn't get most of them I didn't get the courage of just you know reaching out to them it it, I felt really sad I felt really really sad to the extent that um, when I when I saw your post about the book and everything I was so happy like I remember I just came from work I was so happy when I saw that post and I was like this is my chance of course I cannot reach out to everyone, like by a message or something. I'm not going to go into their inbox or, you know, get their number or something like that. But I'm going to do something. I'm going to put this in black and white so that every woman out there who thinks it's not possible to leave the situation they are in right now, be it domestic violence or whatever problem you are going through, If you think it's not possible, just read my piece, just read my my chapter and see that it can be possible without people around you. I was alone. I didn't have anyone to help me.
1: Mm.
2: I was alone. I had a toddler, like I had a baby. That was the most difficult part. And in that situation, when one has got a baby and you are in an abusive relationship, you feel like... Where am I going to go? Who is going to help, oh, help my child? Yeah. Where am I going to stay? There are so many, so many services out there, but at times you feel like you are running out of time. Like mm-hmm. in my situation, I was like, the more I'm waiting in this, the more I'm in this situation, the more I'm delaying, the more I'm dying inside. Mm.
1: And I don't
2: know if I'm going to leave to tell my story. I don't even know if I'm gonna end up in a hospital or lying in a ditch somewhere. And what is going to happen to my child? What is going to happen to her? And that's what, that's the other thing that gave me strength. Like your children, you cannot use your children to stay in an abusive relationship, but you can use your children to get out of that relationship. They will give you the strength to walk. Mm. They will give you the strength to walk because you want them to grow up in a loving environment with one good parent not with people like both parents screaming at each other and you know one thing i also noticed during that time my daughter was one year one year one year six months but she could feel that my mom is sad she she was so clingy she didn't want to let me go and she was always i was always at the doctors like she her temperatures were always high like And the times she'll just look at me and you'll see that she's worried. Like she could see that mom is not, or she'll just come and just cuddle you and just, just not let go. And the moment I left, the moment we left, everything changed. She was so happy. Like even myself, I felt so relieved. And I'm like, what was, what was that? Like, what was going, why did I even stay for that long? Because everything was building up and yeah it started weighing me down and the more it weighed down it was affecting my child as well so all I had to do was to protect myself and to protect her
0: right that's right and
2: I, yeah so it just yeah it was it, it was tough but some things have to be done
0: the so the there's a lot of food you said so many good nuggets I should have been writing some things down. Um so many things in what you said that someone listening mm-hmm. will prayerfully glean mm-hmm. who's going through it right now. Yeah, who needed to hear a lot of what you see, no woman wants to be abused.
2: No, that's very true.
0: No woman wants to
2: be abused.
0: No woman chooses to be abused, but the perpetrator yeah, in what he does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. makes that woman feel trapped.
1: Exactly.
0: Where she feels like she can't. But I love what you said when you mentioned a woman who goes through it gains that energy from her child. Yeah, That will make her say, I have to come up with a plan. Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah, I have to get out of this because I don't want my child growing up seeing it or experiencing it. That was powerful because I'm one of those women who's gone through, it. Yeah. not once, but twice. And yeah. everything you said, I didn't have anyone to say, here's this resource. Here's that resource. Um, let me make sure I help get you the resources. I had to figure out what money am I going to get because he took all of my money out of my account yeah um so he left me with five dollars so i don't have any money but i need to get out and get my own place because my five six-year-old is looking at me and you're right kids know Mm -hmm. they know so um wow that was powerful so you mentioned being a part of a book anthology yes so um That seems like that is some phenomenal uh, project that you're working on. Yes, it is. is. And the excitement is just there um, because I love, love my heart. Truly, I think if a doctor was taking a picture of it, as I see ladies and you all posting these things, it actually just leaps with excitement. That's how I truly feel. Um, because somebody mm-hmm. will be helped exactly. by this. Yeah. Some woman will know she has worth and mm-hmm. value and that she doesn't have to stay in it. Okay. But she will read a chapter of your story and hopefully later read a full book that will give her other information she needs so can you share the project that you're working on right now
2: okay so i'm working on the the day she left survivor's diary and um I should say it's an amazing project because it gives me, it gave me like a chance to share my story and it not only me, but the other ladies that we like that are in the, in, in the group, in the project. And um, I can't wait. I really cannot wait. And um, so far, since I've been posting and everything and so far, the response has just been like, Overwhelming. It's been oh, awesome. It's been amazing. Like everyone wants to read my story because yes. when I post I don't, like I said, I don't share my personal stories. Yeah. Like I remember when I moved to Sydney, I didn't know anyone because we're living in Western Australia. So we moved to Sydney with no one, with my daughter, and uh, no one knew what we were like. I only had daycare for my child we didn't have a place to stay Mm. we stayed in a hotel and no one at work knew i started work my daughter was going to daycare i was going to work i started work i never shared with anyone like details of my life what was going on or whatnot people just Mm -hmm. knew that i was you know i was a new employee and just because i'm always smiling i'm always happy everyone was just like you know oh Oh, there's a love. There's a new lovely lady and stuff like that. So, when I posted that um, that part of my story, everyone is just like, "What? Mm. With? I want a copy. Everyone wants a copy of that of that book, because that I I I I could I can feel that that is the only way people get to know you and people not just know you as just the other lady who has got a beautiful smile and stuff, but they get to know exactly on a, level. on a deeper level who you are and they will appreciate you that way. And people will get to learn as well. Mm-hmm. I work with young girls and mm-hmm. I, there are so many young girls who, who have no idea why, what, what, goes, what goes on in life out there. Like, mm. you have so many young girls, you can, like, when, even when you are conversing with them, you can actually tell, like, they have no idea. Yeah. Like, whatever she's saying right now is going to become something big and dangerous wow. to her. That's but right. you can't just tell them that time, like, you know what you're doing? Why don't you try to do this? But I, just because I've put everything in writing and the other ladies have put everything in writing
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I just can't wait for the book to come out and for everyone to have a read. I really that can't wait. Is
0: awesome. I can't wait either. It is it's so exciting to know that you all will be um, launching the, the pre the pre-order campaign soon. So for everybody listening, no Yep. That you gotta get your money together. Yeah. Pre-order campaign will be going on soon. Um, so that's one of the other pro the new projects that, that you're working on. Are there any other projects that you're working on other than the book anthology?
2: Uh at the moment, um I don't have any project. At the moment, I'm just working, concentrating okay. on my work. But okay. I really look, because I didn't, I didn't know that I could write something. Oh. Something that I've just, like when I said, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write something. <laughs> when I saw the post, I'm like, I'm going to write. I'm not oh, yeah. an author, I'm going to write something. I just <laughs> want to write something. I want to share my story. I'm yeah. going to write. So when I just started putting all the, I like all, all my thoughts down on a piece of paper, I just felt like, you know, anyone can write, yep. anyone can share anything. So it's something that I've just been like, you know, this is an interest. Like when I, like when I just, when I was just working on my chapter, it took me a very long time because I would just write and then leave yeah. and then go through it again and then start again. Yeah. But it all came together, it, it like to be one piece.
1: Yeah. And
2: then um I've, I'm looking forward to working on more projects. Ooh. after this one I'm looking forward on working on more projects I just feel like uh I can I can I can um share my experiences to inspire other people like as lessons to other people yes. and yeah and I've been looking at like in my community there's so many things that do happen like so many things that surround like topics of uh, miscarriages I've been mm-hmm. like I've had like two missed miscarriages, and it was a tough. It was a tough like process for me. Like it mm-hmm. was really hard, and you cannot grieve. And uh, there's so many things that 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 surrounds that topic to me. So for me, like I'm looking at making that my next project. So grieving uh, miscarriage grieving, and
1: yeah,
2: being a mother, and because you. I've seen that people will not consider you a mother, but you are a mother of a child you never get to get to know yourself. Yeah. It makes you a mother. It doesn't make you less of a human that you had a mystery. Right. So those are some of the topics that I really, uh, like a project that I'm thinking of going into. Just something, put something down so that people can read and understand that mm. so many things do happen and so many things they are normal. They happen in mm-hmm. life, but they don't make Probably you an outcast. So, it. It. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make you an outcast, and it helps That's other right. women going through the same thing. That's right. Yeah. So it's just something that I've been thinking about. So I've uh-huh. just been uh, thinking and putting my thoughts down. And yeah. So, so, so I don't know. do I don't we, know.
0: You don't know <laughs> what it looks like? Sounds like we. <laughs> yeah. need. We hear another book coming out from you.
2: (laughs) I don't know when, but it will come out. (laughs)
0: Awesome. Awesome. Because there are a lot of times that, um, going back to what you just said, there are a lot of women who don't like sharing their personal life and what they've gone through with people because, like myself, I know people talk yeah and some women feel real guarded with their personal information um especially when you don't want people to speak ill of what you've gone through or very judgmental when it comes to whether it's domestic violence you know having a miscarriage losing a child to to death or sexual assault you know well how did she go through that well why can't she? okay well you just gotta cry and get it out then you gotta be strong and move forward it's not that easy
1: no it's
0: not that easy so i really feel you on that and i cannot wait to hear about all of the other awesome projects so as we bring this interview to a close because you said some phenomenal things And I already know we're going to have to have you back on to talk about the book once it comes out. Um, What are two things Mm -hmm. that you could leave with our listeners today that they can take away from the show that will not only empower them, but inspire them and light a fire under Mm -hmm. them to take mm-hmm. action on something. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, first, first thing that I want to leave um, the listeners with is to know your worth, mm-hmm. like know your worth. Do not negotiate yourself with and do not accept anything less than what you feel like you're worth. Mm. You don't deserve to be treated any, any less. You deserve to be respected. You deserve to be loved. So if you know your self-worth, you will not compromise.
1: Right.
2: And like you will not take anything from anyone that will, that will dehumanize you. Mm. And the second thing is to stand firm, like stand firm in what you believe in. We just have yeah. to show people around you that even the worst, in the worst circumstances, you can overcome things with positive thinking and a never say die attitude. Mm.
0: So, I yeah. love that. <laughs> never say die attitude. Yeah. I love that. And I hope everybody who's listening gets that. A never say die attitude and never negotiate your worth. Yeah. Never do that. Oh, that's tweetable. That is tweetable. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Share with our listeners how they can get in contact with you so that they know when the pre-order launch is going and when they will be able to purchase the book. So they need to know...
2: Uh, email addresses, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Okay. So they can get hold of me. You can get hold of me on my social media account. I'm very active on my social media. Uh-huh. So you can get me on Facebook, uh, mofara, And uh, I'm on Instagram at theblackdiamond88.
1: Okay.
2: And you can email me as well on um, etmufara at gmail.com. So it's just my initials, et, and then my same name at gmail.com. All right. I'm available all... on everything. You email me anytime, you DM me anytime. I'll get back to you as soon as possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, because she is a working woman.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. She is not on social media all day, y'all. She is working.
2: I'm working. Yeah. Yes.
0: So I have truly, truly um just enjoyed having you on the show. I cannot wait to have you back on the show and maybe do a um small reading um yeah. with your chapter of the anthology. Um and I'm excited for what you're doing. Um, And even the future projects, I would love to have you back on to share once you get ready to launch those so that people around the globe can know what, who, when, why, how, and where. I just love it. So again, I thank you for um, joining me today and for everyone who's listening in, please stay tuned for the next show. Um, And as always, you all, I love you. Stay beautiful. And remember, a pearl is not a pearl until it's out of its shell. You all stay beautiful.